Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 315. I'm your host, Emily Aries, the founder and CEO of Bossed Up. Today, we are talking about how to discuss disability and chronic illness in the job interview. This is part three in my series on what to disclose in the job interview and what to keep to yourself. My two prior segments were about how to talk about marital status, parental status, and pregnancy in the interview, and how to talk about your criminal background in the interview. I will link to those related episodes in today's show notes. So when it comes to disclosing a disability or a chronic health condition, you know, whether it's very visible to others or completely invisible to others, it's so important to know your rights and proceed with caution. So first, let's review current workplace disability rights and protections in America. The Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, which was passed only as recently as 1990, which blows my mind, entitles workers at companies with more than 15 employees to reasonable accommodations if you have a diagnosed disability. Mental health disorders absolutely do apply as long as you've been diagnosed by a professional and you're able to produce a doctor's note upon request. Unfortunately, this interpretation of, quote, reasonable accommodations, end quote, can be wide-ranging and really difficult to advocate for. And keep in mind, these are accommodations that focus on how you do the work, but not whether you do the work. So the nature of how the law is written really puts the burden on the individual to not only choose when and whether and how to disclose their disability, but also become the de facto guide for their employer in determining what accommodations are needed and then advocating for them. That's a lot of that's a lot of burden. That's a lot of mental labor, um, you know, to bring to the table for a, a law that's written to protect folks with disabilities. For example, a client of mine is a senior leader working on child cancer research. She's highly educated. She's focused on a really niche area of study. She brings a wealth of experience to the table in an in-demand field. She also, as it happens, is legally blind and requires the use of computerized reading software to navigate reading and writing papers. Sometimes this also means she requires some support from IT to get her e-reader working with all the documents that she needs to review. And this can result in her taking a little more time to finish document review than her non-blind counterparts. Now, the use of her e-reader, troubleshooting support from IT, and a little extra time to complete her tasks are all examples of reasonable accommodations that she's entitled to and has had to advocate for. And yet, she has still faced discrimination, marginalization, 
and sometimes even open hostility from a few of her colleagues and at least one of her supervisors in the past. So while the ADA is there to protect folks with disabilities, it still places a lot of the burden of self-advocacy on the folks with different abilities themselves to advocate for what they're entitled to, which can be a really frustrating and frankly exhausting process. And I just want to acknowledge this doesn't make it easy on anyone with chronic health conditions or different abilities to to navigate uh, our world. It's definitely progress, but it's certainly not a finished um, a finished area of the law. So the big question: Can an employer ask about my disability in the application or interview process? Well, the ADA expressly prohibits employers from asking any medical or disability-related questions on job applications and in the interview. The one exception is that a government agency can ask an applicant to voluntarily disclose a disability for affirmative action purposes. So if you're on the job hunt and you encounter any questions about ability or medical history on the application, know that you have every right to leave them blank. It is not legal for employers to require such a disclosure in the application or interview stage, even if you have an obvious visible disability. However, there is one little loophole here, one way that employers can ask questions about your ability to get the job done. According to a 2003 report on the EEOC website, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's website, quote, if the employer knows that an applicant has a disability and it is reasonable to question whether the disability might pose difficulties for the individual in performing a specific job task, then the employer may ask whether she would need reasonable accommodation to perform that task. Now, an employer might know that an applicant has a disability because it is obvious or because she has voluntarily revealed the existence of one. If the applicant indicates that an accommodation will be needed, then the employer may ask what accommodation is necessary. So what they're saying here is, first of all, this totally puts folks with visible disabilities in a completely different vulnerable category. Basically, if you roll into the interview in a wheelchair – All of a sudden, because your visibility is immediately obvious, they have the ability to ask what accommodations you might need, which just seems, I don't know, a little unfair to folks who are navigating the world with visible disabilities as compared to those with more invisible ones, uh, like learning disabilities or chronic anxiety disorder or whatever it might be, because they're in a totally different category, according to this report. Now, if you have an invisible disability but you do choose to disclose it for any reason in the interview, at that point, the employer has the right to ask whether you'll need any accommodations, and if so, what accommodations. So you do want to be ready with that kind of conversation and and be aware that there is some gray area when it comes to discussing disability in the interview because they can back back into the conversation via a conversation about accommodations. This can be especially stressful, like I said, for those whose disabilities are more visible. So at the end of the day, here's the big question. <laughs> Should you disclose your disability during the interview? You know, all of this does present a bit of a catch-22 for the job applicant in the interview stage because often you can't claim your right 
to reasonable accommodations without first disclosing your health condition. As the New York Times put it in a really great article I'll link to in the show notes, quote, disclosing during the interview process can open up a world of support. Or, worst case, it can reveal an atmosphere in which you wouldn't feel comfortable working anyway. And hiding a major part of yourself, assuming that you even have that ability, takes its own toll. So if you do choose to disclose, if you choose to approach the subject in the interview, or perhaps after receiving a formal written job offer, which is a totally reasonable thing to wait for um, before disclosing, I'd say keep these three best practices in mind. First, stay focused on your abilities, right? Employers need qualified, capable individuals to fill positions. So make the case as to why you are one of those people. Emphasize the skills and experiences you do bring to the table, not only your limitations. Second, explain how specific accommodations can help. You may even want to tell a quick story about how some reasonable accommodations that you've asked for and advocated for in the past empowered you to contribute meaningfully to a team and perform your job with excellence. And finally, stay positive and honest. While I realize it is so easy to get stressed, frustrated, and cynical over the course of a drawn-out job search, it's super helpful and it's in your best interest to stay upbeat and candid when describing your hopes for the future and the great work that you can do together. A couple other questions you might be wondering is, is my disclosure confidential and can my job offer be rescinded because of my disability? Let me break these two things down. If you do find yourself, you know, wading into this territory during the interview discussing medical history, you should know that the ADA contains strict confidentiality requirements, meaning any medical information revealed during the hiring process, either pre- or post-offer, must be kept confidential. There are a few notable exceptions, however. <laughs> the employer or hiring manager may share relevant medical information with other decision-makers involved in the hiring process. And the ADA also allows an employer to share medical information with supervisors and managers who may be told about any necessary restrictions on the work or duties of an employee and about any reasonable accommodations, first aid and safety personnel who may be told if the disability might require emergency treatment, government officials investigating compliance with the ADA, that makes sense, I suppose, Hopefully that shouldn't come up too often either. And then finally, state workers' compensation offices, state second injury funds, or workers' compensation and any other insurance carriers. Again, this shouldn't come up very often. This shouldn't really impact your uh, standing with your peers or your coworkers. But do know that the ADA does allow the medical information that you disclose during the interview or during your acceptance or your negotiation of a job offer with those folks as it as it deems necessary. Keep in mind, I'm going to say this again and again, the ADA only applies to employers over 15 with over 15 employees, right? So we're not talking about micro businesses. We're not talking about small, small little startups. Uh, and yeah, I mean, if, if the company you're interviewing for doesn't have an HR department, 
they might not be in compliance with the ADA as well as they should be. So keep these laws in mind, know your rights, and advocate for them. This brings me to my final little part here on can my job offer be rescinded because of my disability? Now, this is the ultimate fear that keeps people silent about disability in the interview process, isn't it? Right? Like, this is our ultimate uh, concern. And frankly, it's a reasonable concern to have just knowing how unfortunately common discrimination in the hiring process can be. According to that 2003 EEOC report, this is what they have to say about this. Quote, while the employer has the right to require a post-offer, a post-job offer medical examination, they cannot withdraw the job offer solely because you revealed that you have a disability. Instead, the employer can withdraw the job offer only if it can show that you're unable to perform the essential functions of the job with or without reasonable accommodation, or that you pose a significant risk of causing substantial harm to yourself and others. So do know that they can't just rescind this job offer willy-nilly. They really have to make that case to you, and you're entitled to understanding the reason behind a job offer being rescinded. I know this is like the biggest gut punch you can experience as a job seeker, and it's a horrible feeling to have a job offer yanked after they've already told you they want you. Um, But it's unfortunately common. It happens all the time. And the bottom line here is you've got to proceed with caution. You've got to know your rights. You've got to advocate for yourself and know what elements of the law are on your side and what elements of the law create unfortunately gray areas that just create opportunities for loopholes and discrimination to persist. So whether, when, and how or to whom you choose to disclose your chronic health condition or disability is a very personal decision to be weighed carefully. You know, keep in mind this choice is also a privilege that many people don't even have the option to make in in the case that their medical condition is highly visible and immediately obvious. So know your rights, proceed with caution, and stay focused on the skills you bring to the table when making your case to any employer. I'd love to hear from you. What did you think about today's episode? What did I miss? What would you add to this conversation around disability, mental illness, chronic health conditions on the job hunt? And know that you can always head to bossedup.org slash episode 315 for a fully written out version of this podcast transcript. Lots of relevant links there, lots of additional resources there. And I'd always love to hear from you and keep the conversation going in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. Until next time, let's keep Boston in pursuit of our purpose and together let's lift as we climb. 